Welcome to the Now Leading Podcast, hosted by the Northwest District LCMS. We bring a Lutheran point of view to conversations on the art of leading as a follower of Jesus, through valleys, over peaks, and on the waves, following His lead in the great Northwest. Well, this is Dust Kunkel again with President Paul Linneman, and um, this is actually important that we follow the last podcast pretty quickly with um, our time spent on this podcast. The right. last podcast, uh, you talked about suffering, and um, we can't just sort of leave it hanging there. We need to follow up with what comes next. That's right. Right? Well, it's still Holy Week. It's still yes. the same day. Yeah. And um, it is really important to me not to end on a note of uh, that's kind of heavy. Yeah. Because um, that's not the last word. Mm-hmm. The last word that we have is life. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, you know, when we look at the power of the cross, that was a, has been a pretty important theme for me this week, is the, the, the picture of the power of the cross. It happens when our Lord is willing to set aside what belonged to him mm-hmm. in order to be a blessing to people yeah. that he loves. Yeah. And I think as we, we look at our role as leaders, mm-hmm. that's an important thing for us to be willing to do too. Right. Is to set aside um, our picture of perhaps what ought to be mm-hmm. and might best be yeah. for the sake of the people that we're seeking mm-hmm. to serve. You're talking, and you're t- probably talking to a whole bunch of idealists that are listening. <laughs> at least, well, I know I'm speaking for myself here. Yeah. I can at least do that and, yeah. and go, you know, it's, I almost always wake up each morning and I've got a picture of, you know, where I should be going and what I should sure, be doing yeah. and, and how it should play out. Uh-huh. And, and I hear you saying that that's really doesn't, that doesn't connect with where we're going today with this, well, with this topic. The what isn't, may not be as important as the how. Uh-huh. Because I think um, ultimately, the what is something that God's already made happen. Yes. You know, we. It. it I, I used to use the when I was in the parish. I used to use the metaphor of reading a book, like mm-hmm. a mystery. And if you if you are into that, and you read the last chapter oh, of those, the book, oh, those cheaters. Yeah. <laughs> and and you might think, well, that's kind of cheating. But honestly, yeah. that's the Christian life. Yeah. That's what we, know we how got. It ends. <laughs> We know how it ends. We we know uh-huh. that the story ends in victory, mm-hmm. and that death has lost. We're on the mm-hmm. winning team, right? Okay? Because we're found in Christ. Mm. the The challenge is what happens between now and then. Mm-hmm. And I think in 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 my lifetime growing up in the church, we've spent we spent a lot of time trying to tell people how things ought to be, right? And we forget about the fact, at times, that the Lord has changed yes. the outcome. Mm-hmm. And it, it's not in doubt. Right. It's a certainty of mm-hmm. what this outcome is going to be. And so what we're, what we're called to do and to be is to follow the Lord into that victory mm-hmm. and, and try to bring as many people along as we can. Mm-hmm. Now, yeah, you know, th- there's no question that it's the Holy Spirit that brings people to faith, that he's the prime mover and he makes things happen. But for whatever reason, God has chosen to use human beings yeah. as his instruments of accomplishing that That's task. Right. We participate in we this do. So We do. So uh, I'm trying to um, match that with the conversation we just had about a 15-year-old boy 
who huh. was really frustrated and um, really sad, sad <laughs> about where he was and uh-huh. probably wouldn't have reacted very well to being told, uh, hey, would the, I, this is how it works out in the end. It's going to work out okay. Not, not probably wouldn't have. Didn't he, react. He well did not to react it. well to that. Well, be, and and didn't react didn't react well to um, people trying to tell me I shouldn't feel that way. Yeah. Well, none of us do, right? No, no, nobody I mean, does. We're caught in in whatever feeling we have, and and then someone comes along and says, "Oh, cheer up, Buttercup. Yeah, it's gonna really. be just fine. You're gonna be good." <laughs> gonna... And 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 that's in some ways we can use Easter. Uh-huh. In that way, mm-hmm. you know, as as dismissing them yeah. where a person might right. be at at the moment by saying, ah, it doesn't matter anyway. Yeah. And I'm well, not hearing you say that. I'm not saying yeah. that at all. Okay. I'm not saying that at all. But it's 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 for the person who's seeking to be the leader, to care uh-huh. for another person, to know that's mm-hmm. the destination. Okay. So you don't have to work hard or coerce or manipulate mm. To try to get people to the place where you think they ought to be. Okay. You know? Okay. Because you want them to be better. Yes. Whose agenda is that? Hmm. It's mine. Yeah. And it it may not be that person's, the person you're trying to care for, or God's even. Right. So, you know, being willing to walk with somebody and in the context of the Lord's presence with us, and trusting him to accomplish that good work in the person right. and knowing it's going to work out mm-hmm. in God's timing. In his timing. In the way that okay. he wants it to. You know, I, I think my mm-hmm. mom and dad did that for me because mm-hmm. they didn't put a lot of pressure on me to, to do or be one thing or another. Right. But, you know, I, I wasn't any different than any other teenager. I had my share of anger uh-huh. and and isolation and mm-hmm. you know frustration went through the same thing with my own kids mm-hmm. and um the 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 real blessing is getting to the place in your life where you can take that larger context yeah. and know that life is the last word mm-hmm. and i'm hearing you also say that um this when we're talking about suffering, there's no shortcuts through that necessarily. I mean, to, no. to the other side. No. And and so when we, if we show up with sort of a glib comment about how things end, um, that gets perceived as you know you're just trying to help me get, get, come up with a shortcut. You to this want thing to that avoid the subject. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's what we hear. Yeah. Is you don't want to hear what I have to say uh-huh. because you want to avoid it. Right. And, uh-huh. and so. So talk us through that even a little bit more. Um, we know how Easter works out. We know the last page of the story, uh-huh. and it involves a great family gathering at the table of the Lord where all our tears are wiped away. Yep. But between here and yep. there, there's there's a lot of really, really dark moments. God's word, I'm getting tingles, because God's yeah. word gives us a great picture of uh-huh. this. It's a... Two sto- the story of the two men on the road to Emmaus. Right. And they're sad. They are. They're depressed. And they're sort of hashing it out as they walk. And and yeah. Jesus knows this whole story. Mm-hmm. But he asks questions at first. Right. What things happened? Mm-hmm. Like he doesn't know. Been? Yeah, they go, where have you been? <laughs> <laughs> he knows very well yeah. what things have happened. But he knows they need to say it. Yes. So as mm-hmm. they... Are, are pouring their hearts out to him 
yeah. about their hopes and dreams and what they thought might be and how they thought the dots were going to be connected. Right. And then the picture comes out differently. Right. Then Jesus says, oh, you're just missing a big part of this because this, mm-hmm. this is what the word of God said. And what, what uh, I, 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 people have asked me over the years, what story in the Bible would you like to be a part of? This mm-hmm. is my story. Yeah. And this is the reason because um, Luke tells us that Jesus pointed out in the scriptures why all these things had to happen. Right. What an awesome experience mm-hmm. that would be to hear the Lord himself say, this is why yeah. this needed to take place, you know? That's pretty cool. Yeah. And and he apparently very patiently describes all this stuff because the men responded to it. Uh-huh. It wasn't like they get to the they get to Emmaus, you know, and and if Jesus <laughs> had been an obnoxious, pushy individual, right. He, they probably he, wouldn't have invited. They him wouldn't have invited to come in and have have dinner with them. Yeah, good and, riddance, man. That guy was pushy. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, he... we we need to move on. <laughs> we need to get a new leader. Uh, yeah, <laughs> or whatever. Uh, you know, pardon us. We have a place to stay. We'll see you later. <laughs> That's right. You're just going so, on, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so they invite him instead, though. They invite him. They in. invite him in, and and they recognize him. Yep. In the breaking of the bread. That's the way Luke, Luke yeah. puts it. Yeah. Jesus being who he is, mm-hmm. and through this, if there's any a time when somebody could have said, you guys are, you've got it all wrong. Right. Yeah. And this is what you should be doing instead. Mm-hmm. Jesus patiently listens. Mm-hmm. You know, I remember you asking me when we were doing the lab podcast, what would you say to that 15 year old kid that you were? Right. If you had the chance. Yeah. And it's hard to know what I would say. Because you start with a posture of listening. Right. And then you engage in conversation around the scriptures mm-hmm. of what the Lord tells us about mm-hmm. who he is mm-hmm. and how he's going to be. And you walk together into that new future mm-hmm. with um, the knowledge that, that God's leading you into that. Right. And that it doesn't have to be your picture. I think that, to me, is the... The great sign of maturity hmm. is not needing to have it be my way, yeah, but being willing to let go of the picture that I have, so that I can receive the one God's yeah. giving to me. That's such a that's that's a, such a beautiful picture mm-hmm. <laughs> for me. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm so I suddenly flashed into my head this gi- giant canvas that essentially is painted, hmm. and it's um, it's what Jesus has done already done for us. Mm-hmm. And yet our participation in that, in that tiny moment in time, wherever we are with one another, there's always, uh, we're able to participate in it when we don't show up knowing what we're going to paint. Mm-hmm. But when we show up expecting that uh, there's a lot of leeway here mm-hmm. to let, to, to, with this other person to see what happens. A lot of, a lot of um, openness and flexibility with a definite destination in mind, right? You know, yeah. And and to me, that I I really appreciate that because mm-hmm. it's not like anything goes, right? It's not like you know this is an open question that we don't know yeah. what the outcome is going to be. We well, know we do. I mean, mm-hmm. the end of that story that you shared of the two disciples being met by Jesus. Yeah. The end of the story is they they saw him, they recognized him, 
Mm-hmm. That's yeah, and that's what that's what we're looking for. That's right. So, um, kind of bring us full circle in this conversation about resurrection. We really haven't talked it a whole lot in some ways about Easter morning or resurrection or anything like that after we talked about suffering. But where are we in this conversation well, now? Well, resurrection, resurrection. Um, is transformation, and I, I yes. mean it's more maybe more of a modern word for it. Mm-hmm. You know, Jesus did come back from the dead. In fact, yes. I, I what I appreciate the most in the description of the resurrection is that death couldn't maintain its hold on him, right? Because of who he is, and because of the the death that he died. Yes, for the sake of his people, death couldn't hold him anymore. And so we mm-hmm. talk about death being broken. Mm-hmm. The, the chains of death are broken. Right. And it, it no longer has the same uh, outcome mm-hmm. that it was going to have before. It doesn't change the fact that Good Friday happened. You know, uh, the picture mm-hmm. that I have, uh, another great story from, from Easter, actually the week after Easter, is when Thomas Mm-hmm. meets Jesus face to face yeah. for the first time after after his resurrection and Jesus still has the marks of the nails yes. and the spear known by the scars yes they yeah. they haven't gone away mm-hmm. but what has happened is what they mean is totally transformed that's right it it's now the mark of strength right it's now the mark of victory mm-hmm. that death couldn't keep Jesus down it yes. couldn't keep it keep him in the tomb, and and because we are connected to him, this is these are Paul's words. That when we're baptized into Christ, we we receive, we're baptized into his death that his resurrection might be ours too. Right. So the content of the stories that we all bear mm. is still the story. Yes, it doesn't change, but what it means. Yeah, that's right. Changes and how God can use it changes, mm-hmm. and so you know for everybody who's listening to this and and you look back over your life and you recognize the dark moments Mm -hmm. and the scars that you bear from the pain that you've Mm -hmm. suffered because death couldn't keep jesus in the tomb Mm -hmm. it doesn't keep the wounds of your life as wounds in that way either right and that they can become signs of life yes and 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 marks of of god's hold and grip on your life Man, Paul, we are we're onto something here, and of yeah. course, it's it's at the heart and the core of what it means to be Jesus' people. This is the gospel. Jesus. This is and the, the joy I, of the gospel. That's right, and I have a sense that we're going to be coming back to this in mm-hmm. in the future a bunch of times. Mm-hmm. We're sort of at the uh, end of our time for yeah. this podcast. We try to keep these pretty focused so right. that folks can kind of catch them as they go um, when they're in the car, walking, or working out, or whatever. So, right. um, we'll come back to this though. We will. Uh, Let's close like we always do with that question yep. that we have for the listener. So here, here's the question for the day. Last time I asked you, in the last podcast, I asked you to think about the suffering that you bear. Mm-hmm. Now the question is, how has God used that mm. as marks of life for you? How has he taught you through those things? Mm-hmm. How has he strengthened you mm-hmm. in that experience? And how might that be the tool for transformation in the future? That's great. And dear listener, I encourage you as well, if there are parts of suffering or pieces of suffering that are still painful and they're still um, unresolved for you, 
know that the Lord loves you and is a- actively at work in that as well. Yeah, and and uh, just follow up with that, Dust. Find somebody that can help you discern yes, that. That's right. You don't need to carry it all alone. Um, oh. Alone is not the way. No. That uh, healing happens in in the family of God. It happens as we love each other. Well, think of that that story you shared with us. There were two of them on that road. Right. And then Jesus showed up, and um, that changed everything. That's right. That's right. Well, thanks, Paul. Thanks for reminding us of the good news again. And um, it's a great conversation, and I look forward to the next one. Me too. Me too. You just listened to the Now Leading Podcast, hosted by the Northwest District LCMS. Leadership conversations from a Lutheran point of view for Christian leaders of all kinds. Take a moment after this podcast, and with everything you've just heard in mind, consider at least one action you will take. Then go and make it happen.